podcast is part of the Podcast Your Scene Network. Visit us at www.podcastyourscene.com. Playing with, I'm tired of your old. Wow, why you shaking it? 
earthquake. Let me focus. Yeah, I know that you gorgeous. You I'm sick of your games. Now you got me feeling nauseous. Ooh. I checked all my sources. You was out of control. What? You were supposed to be homesick, but you out on the low. Wow. Now you out on your own. Wow. I feel sorry for who goes for you. Unappreciative saying that I was too slow for you. Okay, fasten it up. Give you the feels like you having a rush. Uh. Let's keep it real. You want cash in your clutch. Uh. I know the deal and it's actually enough. Yeah. Packing it up, put the bag in the back of the truck. Joke is on you while I'm laughing it up. Uh. This is what I have in the truck and that is what's up. Ha! Local media has an agenda that they're going to serve. I don't know who's in charge of it or what it is, if it's like a headless monster. Why? This is a question. Walking backwards. Walking backwards. <laughs> Something sacred. I don't know the names of the creep songs. Those Running in circles. Just pop in and let play. Sea of glass. The flight and the fall. I love Ozzy. <laughs> I think he's the true definition of a rock star. Anybody else have any interesting stories they want from the show? Hey, this is John Lane from the thriving tropics of Leechburg, Pennsylvania. The Pennsylvania Rock Show, show featuring the best unsigned rock that Pennsylvania has to
you're tuned to the Pennsylvania Rock Show featuring the best unsigned rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer right here on PARockShow.com, MegaRockRadio.net, 107.1 FM, St. Louis, Missouri, AltRockRadio.ca in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, RuduruRadio.com on the beaches of San Diego, California, and across the pond in the United Kingdom in Birmingham, we have xrpradio.co.uk. And then right here in the thriving metropolis of Leechburg, Pennsylvania, buildthescene.com. My name is Bill. This is episode number 569. And with me on the episode is Travis from Endbringer. What's up, Travis? Not much, man. How's it going, Bill? Not too bad. With, with a band name like Endbringer, I have a feeling this first question is not really going to um i think it might be a moot point (laughs) (laughs) but if there was an apocalyptic event that wipes out most of the humans on earth and one endbringer song survives and its job is to help repopulate the earth which song would that be the one that's available (laughs) everywhere or the one that hasn't come out yet (laughs) Cause, that's that's up to you. Because <laughs> currently, my favorite one uh, that's available out there is definitely Judgment by far. Uh, just for no other reason other than that was uh, all five of us. That was that was a collective effort by all five of us that hasn't been released yet. And I don't even know if it's going to be ready for the for the for the album when it drops. It's called One Bad Day. I think that might be uh, a start off for a second record. Actually, is where we're at. It's been played live once but you know still ironing out bugs but so far that's my favorite because it has it's a collective of everything we do like it's like i said the reason judgment's my favorite is because it was all five of us putting our two cents in and building something really cool and this one is not only a collective effort of that but it's a collective effort of what i feel like everything ed bringer does i see that the band is a combination of a handful of other bands members from other bands a a conglomeration if you will um (laughs) how how did you guys get together well uh almost every one of those bands were already well not almost all of them we we were all like kind of sitting idle and i had played in a band with brad called death rattle and he he played drums in that band for like a cup of coffee just for a minute and me, him, and Ed have jammed throughout the years here and there, but it never it never led to anything. And then he got a hold of me one day and said he was jamming with uh, Dave, you know. And it's like, why don't you come down? We're, you know, we're gonna we're gonna need a singer, so you might as well come down and try it out. Worst comes to worst, is it doesn't work out, and you know we hang out for the day. I was like, all right, let's take a trip down there, and then it ended up working out great. And then Kevin kind of came afterwards, like. We just, uh, we we had a dude that was jamming with us who, I don't know, he just, it just wasn't his style. Like, it just wasn't his speed. Uh, like he said when he left, really good dude. He's from from the band Easy Tiger. They're an outstanding band. Uh, but he's like, I I just, this just isn't my place. I, I feel like an outsider when I'm jamming with you guys. So then, you know, the bass player search started. Kevin answered, and this is what we ended up with. That's That's kind of how it all went down. Um, before I forget, I do want to mention, um, before, um, we came on (laughs) with the interview portion, um, I opened the show with, um, a brand new track from the Borstal Boys 
and uh, follow that up with the track from Christina Marie. Um, those tracks are um, Walking Away is the new Borstal Boys song, and it features um, Loch Ness. Oh, I can't remember the rest of his name. It, it is like a swinging rock song, and then all of a sudden there is hip-hop going on. It's really cool. Um, and then I followed that up. I mentioned with Christina Marie and that song is called, I want that boom, boom, which is the answer to her question. When I asked what song would, would she provide to help repopulate the earth? (laughs) I don't even, I've never heard it, but you know what? I I agree with her. (laughs) I think that's perfect. What is something that fans of Endbringer would be surprised to learn about you guys? about us um that sometimes we listen to paul abdul at practice on record (laughs) and it only happened once to be fair but dave has this ridiculous record collection and uh one day he somehow stumbled across a paul abdul 12 inch so yeah that would probably be pretty surprising to anybody that's heard anything we've done did you listen to the whole thing or just a song or two I'd say it was a good bit of it, but you know, keep in mind we were we were we were chatting amongst ourselves while it was playing. But yeah, it was. I'd say it was almost the whole Paul Abdul record. So the the thing that pops into my head when you mentioned Paul Abdul was the she had um, uh, was opposites attract, and the video is a cartoon cat dancing with her. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That that's the that's what pops into my head. I'm pretty sure that was on there. I think it was like a greatest hits collection. So yeah, I'm I'm almost positive that was on there. All right, here we go. We're going to go D Snyder on you for a moment. Well, all right. If we were to play an Endbringer song backwards, what do you think we would hear? It probably a list of uh, 14 different kinds of beers. <laughs> uh, if, I, if I had to suggest, there it, it would be. I. I, I it's it's never the same thing. Like a practice, it's never the same kinds of beers. It shows it's never so. Like if I had to suggest, I'd say that's what it is. It it just be like this list of I don't know all kinds of different, mostly American beers. But you know sometimes Kevin drinks some pretty outlandish heavy stouts, so <laughs> it could be a little bit of anything. So it's going to be like the uh, the list of the beers that have been tried. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and uh, and probably the ingredients too. So that way you make sure, uh, you know, you know what you're drinking. You don't want to be getting something that has something you don't like in it. <laughs> um, if you got a headlining slot for an international tour, which bands from the area surrounding Clearfield would you take with you on tour? Ooh, just around Clearfield. Just uh, you know, bands you've played with. The one band, they're 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 a Brockway based band, and uh, we played with them a few times. The San Francisco Sex Toys. They're they're like a like a they they kind of have that rockabilly Michael Graves era misfits vibe. Real real nice dudes. Uh, very cool to hang out with. We definitely have them go with us because that's probably the band we've played the most. Uh, and then I'm going to get greedy and I'm going to say, uh, my friends from Buffalo, this one's just personally for me, uh, dog day sunrise, just because those guys, I've known them guys for years. They've been nothing but good to me. And they're an outstanding band. Did you, where'd you say they were from? They're, they're from Bradford. They're a little North of Clearfield, but, uh, 
Um, yeah. who's in that? Who's in that band? Uh, Anthony Manning plays uh, lead guitar. Uh, Matt Zurich plays rhythm and sings. Uh, Bill is the guitar or the bass player. Yeah, guitar player. And uh, Joey plays drums. Yeah, they're they're a four piece, but they they've been around the way and they've been around forever. Like those dudes, just from hanging out with those guys, like you learn how to how to behave with an audience and how to treat people around you and how not to treat people around you. And like those guys, I I got a leg up in in, in the business end of the music just from palling around with those guys because they they definitely have all their stuff together and they're for as much as they've done in their music career, they they're cool to absolutely everybody and they, they literally like have the helping hand out for any bands younger than them and definitely definitely set an example for me like when i work with a band like i don't want to be ever act like I, i'm something above anybody else like because we're all just trying to do the same thing honestly and, and you said they were called dog day sunrise right yep yep all right so back in the day let me see if i can find it there was a band that I saw a play called Dog Day Sunrise, but I thought they were from Olean, New York. Same area, same area. Like, if you throw a rock from Bradford, it lands in Olean. Well, let's see if these tracks sound familiar then. If I can find them. They're there. They're going to be older if I still have them. Mushroom Clouds, Wrench, Chronic Disillusion Syndrome. Oh, yeah. Those are my dudes right there. Yeah, Yeah, that's them guys. I uh, had wrench, no, wrench, no wrench is a deep cut though. That's hard to find this th- these days. And uh knuck, knuckle fixate. I played oh. I used to play that song a lot on this show. <laughs> yeah, that that's one of my favorites. And whenever I bring it up to Matt, he's like, I was young. I was young. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that's a good song. <laughs> I um I saw them play at a, a place called Islin. Um it's Islin Community Park now. It was called yeah, Islin Wallfield yeah, yeah. then. Are you familiar with John, that? John, Lane, John Lane owns that now, doesn't he? Yes, he does. From the Hellfire Club, I I I saw them play at uh, uh, what's it called? Heroes now. It's the it's the, the oh. that Steve from After the Fall owns. Yep. I saw them play um, a while back, and I was like, wow, like they 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 were they were solid. I got to see a, a ton of good local bands there that night, though, too, because that's a, that was my first exposure to seeing Negan, and those guys are great. Uh, so it's. Definitely, definitely getting to see uh, a lot of bands like that before I became, you know, a dad and I ended up having to split my time up. That's, that's just what I did, you know? And then on weekends when I, my kids aren't here, I'm going out and trying to find a show. And this last year with everything being shut down was almost murder for me. Like I, I gotta go see other bands. It's just a necessity. I am um, April 29th. That, that was the the last um live show i went to before that it was february of 2020 <laughs> i don't know how you made it man I, well i every week i talked to bands <laughs> well paint me jealous you know <laughs> um i went i saw skell oh another band that had a huge impact on me dude like i wouldn't be playing in bands now if it were not for uh, Mike Pallone, Mike Eckes, Keith, and back in the day, it was Bones out front. Yep. Uh, yep. I I was I was told Bones like uh, because you know those guys got to see one of my previous bands that I was fronting, and they were like, "Wow, you know, 
Dude, don't don't even pat me on the back because everything I know I stole from you and Phil Anselmo. Like, <laughs> like, like that stage banner that Bones used to pull off back in the day was like, and and th that's no joke. Those guys are the reason that I'm playing in a band right now. What, because what was, I was what was the band like, you were in back then? Back then, not the one that I was fronting, but when we when we first started, when I first started playing bars was just because Mike Pallone, uh said, you know, if you play, why aren't you playing? And I'm like, well, I don't know if I'm good enough to be in a band. And he's like, you ain't going to figure out till you get out there and do it. So me and a bunch of my friends decided we were going to start a band. We called ourselves Beaver Squeezer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, I, play, I played uh, rhythm guitar in that band for a little while. And then we ended up losing a drummer and couldn't find one. And we auditioned a guy and... He was the only guy we could find and he was always late to practice or he just wouldn't show up. And then he said one day when I was just pissing around on his drum kit, like, well, he can hold a beat. What do you need me for? Like, yeah, really? I'm here every week anyway. I might as well just do it. So then that turned into, and then also watching Skell is another, like those dudes are so good to everybody around them. You never hear them saying a bad thing about anybody. And I, I agree. I am. Um, I designed their website. So. Oh, really? that's awesome that's awesome when i mean i haven't been on their website in forever but when it was the shangri-la 27 design i was like wow that's somebody put some time into that so good um, job on that one dude that was did i do it at that point yeah i did do it at that point <laughs> doesn't yeah. look like that right now though it's different <laughs> yeah I, i'll have to i'll have to look it up it's been it's been a while uh it's been a while since i talked to them guys too you know like like I said, he still might cross paths with somebody here or there. You know, I, I don't get down that way all that often unless uh, unless we're doing something down there. Or, uh, you know, you take a trip and then you're like, well, hey, I'm here. I might as well go catch a show somewhere. And, and you know. The, the other two bands that played that night were um, Winner's Descent and Insta-Kill. I've um, heard of Winner's Descent, but I don't know a lot about them. Um, they are fronted by Jerry Mulligan. He and his wife own um, Twist of Fate Productions. Um, oh no, no, I've definitely heard of that. I've heard, I've heard of them. Yeah. And then um, Insta Kill is fairly new. Um, they started to form right around the time the pandemic started. Um, I have heard um, some demo tracks that that they're getting ready to to work with. Um, I don't know if I was supposed to tell anybody that. <laughs> But, but I did. Oh, no. <laughs> um, so are you from this area or you just came down here for this? Well, I'm I'm originally from around St. Mary's in a town of about 40 houses called Burndale. Uh, that's that's where I live at. And so every band I've ever been, I've ever played in has been a St. Mary's area band. We're talking like two and a half hours north of Pittsburgh. And uh, Clearfield is a half hour away from me. So, you know, every time we have a rehearsal or anything we do in that area, like, you know, I'm usually hauling and, you know, being with a good group of guys kind of doesn't make that half hour drive seem so bad when, you know, especially after, after a day of putting together a song and you get to hear the finished product. And then, you know, so far for us, like we, we started at the beginning of the pandemic, like when, when we were finally officially, five dudes getting ready to make music the pandemic hit and it was like oh well that's that and then we kept we kept kind of working online 
and had ideas roughed out. So when restrictions started getting lifted, we already had like we were already in go mode. Like, all right, let's let's hit this run. And and then uh, the way the way the songs were received by people that have heard them, even like friends that I've had in the industry that have gotten a sneak peek of them beforehand, like they're like, wow, dude, like we've heard almost everything that you've done, and this this tops all of it. So like that half hour driving nothing when it, when it all comes down to all of this, you know what I mean? So that and some of the t-shirt designs look really cool. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about that later. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Um, so now let, let's get back off of the tangent for a minute. I asked you about um, a headlining tour um, while you're oh, on that, while you're on that headlining tour um, and you're moving from city to city, what's that soundtrack going to be? What are you gonna to listen to in between cities? Oh man, I'm I'm so eclectic with my music tastes. Like I, I think sometimes I might get annoying to some of the other guys because like <laughs> one minute I'll I'll like I, our guitar player Brad did all the recording for example, and he's like, man, your timing on that track was really solid, and I'm like, well, I learned everything about timing from Ice Cube. He's <laughs> just like. <laughs> for real and then we we left right from his place where we were recording at he got in my car so i could give him a ride to practice and uh i had nwa <laughs> and the cd player and he's like oh you you were serious <laughs> but there'd definitely be some of that in there uh i've really been digging on that uh new sepultura that quadra that i mean no disrespect to max because that stuff is great but this this quadra album is awesome uh and uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the band from North Carolina called War. W-O-R. Oh, dude, look them up. Uh, I definitely have their record on. Uh, they're they're they've been around for a little while, and man, they are they're good. They're real good. Uh, hopefully, somebody that I might get the opportunity to work with. Probably, maybe a little Dreadnecks from the Olean area in there. That Project Regeneration from Static X was pretty good. Uh, I don't know if you've gotten a chunk of that, but I I don't know if it's because I went into it with such low expectations, but man, the, the outcome <laughs> of that was, that was it, it brought me back to when I was a kid and first bought Wisconsin Death Trip, you know, like it, it gave me that same feeling and maybe, maybe I was just waiting on that, but that, that we'd have to throw some Static X in there. Maybe we can make a greatest hits like a mixtape, <laughs> but uh, a mixtape. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 my my son who's sitting over there has no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I I think even if I would have said like a burn CD, it probably would have threw a curveball for for some people. You know, um, I for, I forget how how old I am. And and before we get too carried away, there has to be some Pantera on there, even if it's just a few songs. There just has to be some Pantera on there. <laughs> oh, and I've been digging on the new Ventana that the, they just released their new record, Nature Betrayal. And I highly recommend that to anybody who's watching this or they do a really killer cover of uh, uh, Nobody Home by Pink Floyd at the end. Makes makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. But I already liked them guys beforehand. And then just that new record is the best stuff they've done so far. Chris Thunderwolf Dotson says hello. Um, oh, hey, he, how's it going, man? He runs a um, instrument uh, refinishing company called Wolf's Customs. He sponsors the Build the Scene radio station. Um, they're 
Oh man, I had them over here. My wife must have moved them. I have some pics that he hollow flashed for me, which is one of the things they do. It, it's a reflective finish, and it almost looks like a rainbow when the light's hitting it. It's really cool. Nice. Um, and then his wife Raven does custom paint jobs on instruments too. Um, but everyone who's listening should go check out Wolf, Wolf's Customs dot online to find out more information about that. All right, so let's talk about your track, the Judgment. And since you showed a little bit of age, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you that I'm <laughs> that I'm giving you your VH1 or MTV moment, and you get to do a storytellers. <laughs> ah, storytellers. Well, Judgment. Uh, I I actually had these lyrics. Well, a version of these lyrics penned down beforehand, and then you know while while those guys were ironing out the riff and. Uh, the whole arrangement of the song, you know, it's, that's, that's the nice thing about uh, working with all these guys is nobody's, a, nobody gets too afraid to, to say something when it comes to the song. Cause everybody just wants it to be its best. You know, you don't want to, you don't want to overdo it, but you don't want to not go down every Avenue and miss something. So uh, whenever, whenever them guys are jamming on something and I'm throwing my two cents in, I just kind of wait and get like a little bit of a feeling before I pen any lyrics down. And I was like, man, I feel like I got something written down for this. And I, like I said, I wrote this not, not long before I was in the band, but uh, a little, a little bit. And it's basically like, you never know what someone's going through. In, in their day-to-day life so with with everything with this cancel culture or people being able to 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 jump on somebody on the internet like it you know you, everybody's so quick to judge everybody's so quick to 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 throw everybody else under the bus and like the chorus is like you know my dirty laundry might all be out there but don't worry you just keep yours safe inside because you know no, you don't want anybody judging you, but you can be quick to run into judgment. And at the time I wrote this, I wrote the lyrics for this. Like I was going through, uh, I was going through a little bit of a period of like self-discovery. I was really, uh, really evaluating myself. Like, you know, what, what could you do to be a little bit better person? Well, you've been known to do this. Like a lot of the stuff on the, on the upcoming record that I've penned lyrically has all been me reevaluating myself and how, how I could, how I could be less of a, you know, more of a better person. Like it's every day, just do something a little bit better to, to, you know, wave at somebody, hold a door for somebody, you know, like anything that I could do to maybe take some of that weight off. And that's, that's kind of a lot where this judgment song comes from. That's why it's judgment with a question mark at the end of it, because it's like, who who's anybody to judge anybody else? You know, people are we're we're all human beings. We all make mistakes, and uh, to have a mistake that you've made hang over your head for the rest of your life, and believe me, being from a small town, that happens so hard. <laughs> like because everybody knows everybody. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you know, it's it, like it's, that. That's basically where the where the heart of that song comes from. Is like. That's 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 also the 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 importance behind the tagline. The victim's been chosen, like, and I was kind of glad that uh, Dave brought the suggestion. Why don't we call the record "The Victim's Been Chosen" because that line in Judgment. I was like, you know what? Yeah, that 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 suits the theme that I have in my mind that I wrote lyrically. You know, like, 
only myself being the victim like i'm the victim of myself like it's it's not easy to sit there and pick yourself apart and you know no no one wants to admit that they suck ever but when you do you kind of open up new doors and it kind of makes your day a little bit brighter because that's stuff that you know that you can fix personally and you know to help other people out outside of this it's and and we're we, we're uh, we're advocates for the Hope for the Day Foundation, which is all about mental health. So that ties right into this. You know, it's I, I was glad that they brought them on board with us because it's it's all about uh, dropping the stigma on people having mental health problems. Because you know, the world is sometimes not an awesome place. It it can downright suck and it can kick the crap out of you. But to to get rid of that stigma and to go get the help that you need, you know, it's but yeah, that's that's a big part of what this record lyrically for me what i penned down is all about is to sum up all that rambling in one sentence kind of exercising the demons <laughs> um so first angel media which you probably have heard of absolutely yeah so i'm the vice president there um and i never tell people that i always forget <laughs> when i'm like, i'm like hey i'm bill from build the scene from pennsylvania rock show from three questions in a song it, it never clicks but i'm the vice president anyway we have a thing over there called save by the scene that you might want to look into um they do periodically um they bring musicians on and talk about um, mental health and how the scene has helped them oh absolutely um, dude if there's anything that i can do in regards to that I'll, I'll look into it and feel free to hit me up on that anytime you know i'll, I'll definitely oh. i definitely make arrangements to be a part of something like that it's oh. It's something that's real important to me because, uh, you know, I've seen I've seen a lot of the downside of it. You know, I, I served in the military for a few years. So. And, you know, I've had some had some friends go down some tough paths and had friends of friends go down some tough paths. And even even dudes that aren't in the military, it's just friends from around town. You know, it, it's everybody acts like it's so easy living a day to day. And, you know, sometimes it's not, you know, and if we if we don't help each other out, who, who's going to help anybody out then, you know? Like, right. All right. So what we're going to do now is we're going to take a moment. We're going to listen to Judgment by Endbringer. We're going to follow it up with Human Delusion in their track, Depravity. Depravity? I messed that up. <laughs> Depravity. <laughs> How do you say that? <laughs> Depra Depravity. Depravity? Yeah. Now I'm doing it. <laughs> yeah. D-E-P-R-A-V-I-T-Y. You figure it out. <laughs> And we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Candy. Of course you are.
just heard human delusion and depravity i'm sure i said it wrong again and right before that Endbringer judgment uh with me right now is travis who sings on judgment i'm gonna move things along uh, this is like the official pennsylvania rock show question i've been asking it for a long time i've been trying to get dave grohl to recognize that i'm doing this and come on the show <laughs> You know, I think if he gets wind of it, he will, because he's a pretty chill dude from what I've seen. I know, I know. I emailed his management, and they didn't even respond to me. (laughs) That's tough. Um, But the question is, who's your Dave Grohl? And what I mean by that is, who would you want to go up on stage with and perform one of their songs? Ooh. Ooh, uh, uh, past past or present? Like Alive or Dead? Any. Alive, I would want to do... Oh man, it it'd have to be uh it'd have to be with Parkway Drive, man. That Winston dude is he is lights out. And uh I I I might have to go with Crushed on that one just because that dude like spits razor blades on that song. Like that If you could chat with any musician in history, but only ask them one question who, what, and why. <laughs> oh well we're definitely gonna go with uh with uh Don Bagdarrell, because that, like I said, Pantera was such a huge, and, and I, I might, I might even catch, you know, hell over that because they're, they're they're seen as like a like the hillbilly metal band, but like those dudes literally put me on the like between them and Sabbath put me on the path to metal, you know, and I would ask him, oh, I would ask him why they went with the more aggressive sound because that's what that's what caught my ear like i didn't catch them dudes till well after cowboys me and, too uh, and the, and the re- the reason i did was because i saw a scale do respect <laughs> and i was like what was that 
that is the whole reason Keith from Scale ever talked to me. I was wearing a Pantera shirt, and they had like a three-song medley that they did for a little while. Yep. And when they were on a beer break, he's like, "Hey, you in a Pantera shirt? I got something for you next set. <laughs> something for me." <laughs> but that, back to the question at hand, I'd I'd want to know why. Just because, like, I just that opportunity to pick that dude's brain, like. He didn't think like any other musician or any other guitar player. And that's why guys like him and Eddie Van Halen are head and shoulders because they they didn't they didn't look at the instrument as just like you play it this way and you do it this way. They they kind of put their own little spin and their own little twist and really, really explored what you could do with with music, you know, not not just stay in the same alleyway or this is how heavy music is supposed to sound. So that would that would definitely be why I'd ask him that, because I, I want to know what what made you what made you roll down there. Okay. Now we're just shotgunning in the mat, you know. Um, ah. All right. So you have an unlimited amount of money to work with, and you're thro- throwing a barbecue at your house. What band is playing your backyard? What band is? Uh, Ventana. Just because my buddy Tom plays guitar for him, so <laughs> I want to. I'd hang out with him too while where they were playing. Um, you. Much like the bluesman Robert Johnson are standing at a crossroads waiting for the devil to show up. What are you going to try and trade your soul for? Oh. And and I, I, I kind of will let you out of that a little bit and just say, you know, what's your biz, big, biggest musical dream? Just in case that selling your soul thing kind of trips you up. <laughs> All right. So it's just got to be a music thing. Yep. Just just to be able to cut a living at it, man. Like it is the best job in the world. And you can't tell you, you, you'll never convince me otherwise. Like I, I take days vacation from my regular job. I travel money out of pocket just to do this, just because it's just something that I, I love doing. So if I could cut a living out of it and keep all my bills paid, that's, I don't need to aim any higher than that. Whatever comes after that is just gravy, but that is the dream, you know? <laughs> I right. what song that you didn't write do you wish you had written? Oh, uh, Black Number One by Typo Negative, because that's known genre wide, and it just shows you like the the depth that that baritone that Pete Steele has, and his his ability to make something so dark sound so pretty. Is <laughs> man like, and, and like I said, there isn't anybody in any genre that doesn't play music that hasn't at least heard that song at least once. I've heard that song played in strip clubs. How's <laughs> the dancing girl supposed to dance to that? But they do it. All right. So a band from this area, which you're clearly familiar with, decides to come up to the Clearfield area and mm-hmm. play a song or play a song, play a show. Um, what venues and what bands should they check out before they head up there? Uh, before they come up? Well, definitely. They, uh, if some of them don't know it, they should definitely check out Negan. They should check out Endbringer, of course. And, uh, man, there used to be this place called the after dark right on top of the hill. It had this huge stage, uh, in-house PA big bar. I don't, I don't even know if it's open anymore, but like, that would definitely be a cool place to, to, to have a big show or the Clearfield fairgrounds. Cause they brought, I've seen Alice Cooper there. I got to see uh Joan Jett there, you know, like they, they, they drag in some pretty big name, but a lot of it's just the classic rock stuff, but at least it's, cool classic rock like alice and Stone jet are cool so it's so it's kind of like jurgles here absolutely which yeah. i've i've played jurgles a few times i've places the best pizza i've ever had in a bar hands down their pizza's lights out 
That sounds like a glowing recommendation. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, got to, I got to play with Sponge a couple of times there, and those dudes, even the second time they come back, we, we ordered up a bunch of pizza. <laughs> um, so do you want to take a moment and mention the companies that endorse your band? Oh, absolutely. Uh, first and foremost, I got my Burning Stone apparel T-shirt on. I was able to finally get rid of some ten-year-old concert tunes because, or concert tees, because the dude from Burning Stone hooked us up. So I'm just pretty excited about that. They they definitely take care of us, and they got some really cool designs. And that dude's always putting new artwork up, so he's awesome. Uh, Action Graphics does all our posters, and they cut us a, a pretty sweet deal. And uh, Sticker Mule does all of our stickers, which is great. Uh, they've they like. Action, between Action Graphics and Sticker Mule, they always exceed expectations whenever we need stickers or any promo material. Uh, I believe that's who's currently working on the the artwork for the album, which we're hoping to have out in July. Uh, Soul Tone Symbols, they they take care of Dave. They're literally, I they, they were just like, yeah, we got you, dude. Here's a whole bunch of brand new symbols. So we got to definitely give props to them, and they're great, good, solid symbols too. Uh, and last but definitely not least. Patty Mac and the dudes at Brutal Business. Like, I've never been a part of such a tight-knit community of people from every corner of whatever music you've never heard of. And, like, they, it, it doesn't matter if they're a hip-hop artist on there or if they're a model or, like, as soon as you're one of, their, one of the bands with them, you share something, it's all over the internet. Like, they, uh, and, and Patrick McElravey works so hard for us, you know, at, at, like, constantly sending our demos out places and uh but we beat him to the lily six thing that's how i ended up here so <laughs> but outside like dude dude is a worker like that's why i'm glad to be a part of that group because like they're they're the ends of the earth that patrick will go to to get some stuff done is there isn't there isn't a limit so so i believe that's everybody i hope i didn't forget anybody and definitely check out the hope for a day foundation like that's that's a that's a big part of why I do music. It's cathartic. So, so I've had Patrick on the show a lot. Um, clearly, he's does see the Nine Stitch Method and does stuff with Demo Demon. Um, you know, he's he's all over the place. But the first time that I ever met him in person was at Kennywood. I was walking past Noah's Ark. I'm like, <laughs> I think I know him. <laughs> It's such a it's, he, he's such a nice guy too, such a down to earth dude. Like back in the day when I was in the band Death Rattle, our paths crossed at a couple of music festivals, and like he's one of those guys that'll sit on the side of the stage, and as long as he's there, he'll watch every band, he'll shake every hand, like just a really cool down to earth guy. Just like I've I've been fortunate enough on my adventure through this whole music thing is like damn near everybody and every band that I've I've worked with. Have, you know, you still run into a few here, there, but for the most part, man, just really good people that I, I've been fortunate enough to work with. And Patrick's one of the ones that's up towards the top of that list. So I, I have been looking for a reason to play dog day sunrise for a while. Um, now you got I, it. I, I am going to play wrench at the end of the episode. Oh, I'm, nice. I'm going to fit it in there. Um, they got, they got a record after uh seasons of suffer called when the sky comes down and, Definitely, if you if you get it, look that up. I think I think if you like wrench, you'll love when the sky comes down. Where can we get Endbringer music and merchandise? I told you we'd mention that later. Uh, 
definitely on our our Bandcamp. I believe it is uh, Endbringer One. If you search Bandcamp, it's Endbringer One. Uh, or even if that, just message us on Facebook, and we'll figure out a way to get it to you. We're we're in the process of building an online store, but uh, trying to find the right one is is where we're at right now and getting everything ready for it. It's it's definitely under construction and it's in the works, but. And honestly, my favorite place to sell you merch would be come see a show. That would that would be the best way to get it. But there's definitely other avenues, like I said, on our band camp or hit us up. Uh, hit us up online and we'll figure out a way to get it to you. Hey, last question. What's next? Oh, well, like I said, we got a couple shows coming up. Uh, we got one in Clearfield where uh, Offensive's currently doing a tour on their new record. And we're going to be doing a gig with them. Uh, the 12th, I believe. And you'll definitely check the website, double check all this stuff, because I'm I'm usually not 100% accurate on this. Uh, July 3rd, I believe, is when we're hoping to have the record. Early July is when we're hoping to have the record out. And uh, there's a big festival in Clearfield that Dave, our drummer, is putting together in August. There's There's a lot... See, he won't tell me nothing because then I'll come on here and blab it. And he likes to make big announcements <laughs> and stuff like that. So I did hear there's some pretty big name bands coming through. Uh, it's at the fairgrounds. And I'm glad to be a part of that. Uh, we're going to be doing that. And right now, even though the first record hasn't dropped, like I said, I'm pretty sure we're already starting the writing process for the second record. So, yeah, just staying busy, playing, playing as much as possible, as much as our our schedules will allow us to, we, we, we'll get out there. Facebook.com and bringer official is where oh, you will find it. is, is where you will find end bringer. I want to thank you for hanging out with me on episode 569. Dog, thank you for having <laughs> me, Bill. This, this is, like I said, this is the first time I've ever done a, a face face interview where people can actually see me. So this is, this has been not only exciting, but uh, at least it was somebody who was really cool to work with. So I appreciate that bill. And thank you. I'm definitely, you definitely made me want to check out the show. You know, I, I hate to admit that I, I didn't know about the show until you contacted us, but <laughs> you, you've made me a believer, my friend. Two, 2004 was the first episode. Man, I always, <laughs> I always come across stuff way, way past his debut. <laughs> but, so don't feel bad. I did the same thing with uh, Machine Head and Pantera and just about <laughs> Parkway Drive, just about every band I've listened to. But it's just as exciting to backtrack and find that other stuff too, as it was discovering it. So. All right. So here's what we're going to do. You're about to hear from Mr. John, the American Hilljack lane. After we play, <laughs> after we play a couple tracks, you will hear him. When you hear him, that means that this episode is ended. That does not mean change the station that you're listening to. Most of the stations that we're on play unsigned 24 seven. Um, and then you have the 107.1 FM and Mega Rock, which are really the same station. They play a mix of major bands and unsigned bands. Um, so there's no reason to leave those stations once once the show is ended. Um, make sure you come back each and every Friday um, for the new episodes of the Pennsylvania Rock Show. And our other podcast slash radio show is Three Questions and a Song. It re- is released on the 1st and 15th of each month. That one is any genre, any location, whereas this one is Pennsylvania Links to Pennsylvania. Um, like if their management is from PA, they, they can be on here. But <laughs> Pennsylvania, rock and metal. Uh, my name is Bill. This has been episode 569. We'll catch you next time.
This episode of the Pennsylvania Rock Show has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be introduced to more of the best on-sign rock and metal that Pennsylvania has to offer. Don't forget to rate and review the show, and we'll see you on the next episode.